1: Greetings, beloved students of the light. Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. I'm Sequoia Kennedy,
2: and I am the Violet Flame. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm uh, Willow Truman.
1: Hi, Willow. How are you? I'm good. Good.
2: I don't know what just happened to me. Some, yeah. Something overcame me.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen it before.
2: Mm.
1: Yes. You know, Willow, I don't have. I was th- I was thinking about this. You know, I don't have hot takes. You know, it, it and it's not like in a oh I'm above that type of way. Right. You know? I'm I'm a moron, right? Uh but I'm a rambler. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I, rambling moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like my stories long and full of unnecessary details. My jokes too. Like I don't go for one-liners so much as I go for the long con. Mhm. I do have one hot take though.
2: Yeah, what is how how hot are we talking? Is it like jalapeno or ghost pepper?
1: Mm, scotch bonnet. Scotch bonnet, whoa. Yeah. And that's this. St. Germain is my white whale, and I shan't rest until I put him in the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You heard right. Your boy's back on the St. Germain shit. Hmm. I got my Inquisitan hat on. I got my Inquisitor cocktail, which is a coarse Light. And I'm high enough to truly be the Lord High Inquisitor of nonsense. Yeah. St.
2: <laughs> Germain. Coming for you. We're talking We're back. about you. We're back.
1: We're doing We're back. This. And, Okay. This is the only episode we've done so far that scares me a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah. We're
1: On a personal level, like in well, one in a, you know, you've already restricted your potential dating pool to kooky spiritual chicks. And now you're alienating them, too. And you're not getting any younger level, uh-huh. you know, and also on the maybe I don't know exactly what bear I'm poking level. Right. Right.
2: I'm poking it with you, so we're in this together.
1: They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. It's
0: 106
1: miles to Chicago. we got a full tank of gas, half a
0: pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit
1: it. That's right. We're going to Chicago.
2: Oh, shit. We're going to the L.A. Windy city.
1: Very windy. And, of, and the City of, of Angels,
2: pass. the Windy windy Angels.
1: And Santa Fe. Oh, wow. Boulder, Colorado. Okay, we're traveling around a bit. And Mount Shasta.
2: We've seen these locations before. We have. These locations come up.
1: We're talking today about the St. Germain Foundation.
2: Mm-hmm. So we covered the count
1: of St. Germain. Yes. And
2: we covered the I Am Temple and the other St. Germain. And now we're right back... Around where yeah. you know
1: now, Saint Germain Foundation is the corporation set up to manage the cult known as the IM activity. Mm-hmm. And if you're new to the show, we did a two-parter back in August or September uh, 2021 on the IM activity. That is pretty required listening to understand the weight and scope of this episode. Um, but since yeah, you know, yeah, I'll say that in a second. The IM activity is like I don't know. I don't know why. I got stuck on these guys so much, (sighs) but
2: I do. They're spooky as fuck.
1: They're spooky as fuck. And they're also, dude, they are our perfect villains. Yeah. like They're the perfect villains for me and you. They
2: told people to kill their
1: dogs. Yes. Yes, they did do that. And they're weird. They're weird as shit.
2: And they're fascist.
1: They're bad. Like we just, yeah, there's a lot to not like. There's a real not a lot, but they're also like, the whole like it's this pastel colored new age shit i I feel like me and you were both so happy to find such evil in that yes yeah 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 because it looks so sweet and innocent but it's not and for some reason i've always kind of like had an affinity for that shit Mm -hmm. in in a weird way that i'm not quite comfortable admitting yeah you know (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just it's just lovely but yeah if you haven't heard our two-parter on the i am activity this is sort of a part three it's sort of a ongoing investigation thing. Go listen to that, but since I know no one's actually going to do that, I'll give a very brief synopsis Excellent. of the I Activity. Founded in Chicago in 1934 by married vampires Guy and Edna Ballard, aka Godfrey Ray King and Lotus Ray King, the I Religious Movement is one of the most influential, terrifying, misunderstood, and ignored religious currents in modern times. Its ripples can be felt even now through consciousness-exposed, quantum-healing, reality-ignorant cartoon-conspiracy theories, and QAnon. Guy Ballard, notorious stock swindler, claimed to have met Ascended Master Saint Germain on Mount Shasta in 1930, and through a series of truly stupid books rehashing other esoteric writers that came before them, Guy and Edna created a swell of religious fervor that went so far in the five years before Guy Ballard's death in 1939 that it is incomprehensible how unknown they are. Utilizing members of William Dudley Pelley's Nazi Silver Legion, the most successful American Nazi group, as their hype men, muscle, and intel operatives, the Ballard's Roadshow is a combination of traveling preacher gig, Wagner Opera, Nuremberg Rally, and H.P. Lovecraft's Naira Lathotep. When people got caught up in the IM, they lost their fucking minds. That cannot be overstated. They lost their minds in the same exact way that people who fall down the QAnon hole do. And what's very interesting is that they preached many extremely similar things to QAnon black magicians everywhere, ascended master K-17 of St. Germain's inner secret service, made up of the good ones in Washington, D.C., were ready and waiting to overthrow the government so that Guy Ballard, the reincarnation of George Washington, could sit as king of America and usher in St. Germain's seventh golden age. They taught that animals were evil and pets had to be abandoned or killed, colors red and black were evil, that garlic and onions repelled the ascended masters. They performed ritual magic to try and kill President Roosevelt, They had upwards to 1 million followers, although IM claims of membership are far larger than that. And by the time Guy Ballard fucked off and died, they had made tens of millions of dollars during the Great Depression off the backs of scared people in a changing world. And if you want more of that story... and God
2: damn. (laughs) God damn, you summarized it so fucking well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good
1: job. Uh, This has been... I got my Inquisition hat on, dude. Oh,
2: my God. I'm Lord I, Inquisitor. That's, that's about the best way to summarize it.
1: Yeah, the fucking German composer, too, you piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> Yeah. so go back and listen to that series if you haven't. There's tons of other examples of just the insane shit that they somehow convinced these people to believe. Yep. This story, where we're picking up, is after Guy Ballard's death. Yeah. And there's no source book for this. This is our research. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. This is our white whale. The source is us at at this point, and FBI documents and other people that we've been compiling things, right? And uh, there's a couple different sections we're going to go through, three. And in true, in honor of concert harpist, Edna Ballard. (laughs) Uh,
2: Talented musician. We're
1: going to do it in three movements. So...
2: Mm, shall we pull our tarot card as well?
1: Oh, yes. And these fuckers have been operating in the shadows ever since Guy's death. Like, yeah. They've been doing shit. They did not go away.
2: Right. Like, if you just went on Wikipedia, you'd be led to believe that this stuff just, you know, went away.
1: No, it fucking did not. <laughs> What we got? The Ten of Wands. Okay. Oppression.
2: We have a lot of wand energy lately. Oh,
1: I'm feeling the fire. Yeah. It is Saturn in Sagittarius? Mm-hmm. Ten of Wands. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Lighting a fire.
1: That's a nice little picture of its a cage. I like it. You know? Yeah. So.
2: And I like those two strong wands. Yes. Front. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: movement one dear mr. Hoover 1940 Saint Germain Foundation which is Edna Ballard son Donald Ballard who was president of the St. Germain Foundation after Guy's death. And I think it was roughly a dozen others in a group of the other leadership of yeah. the St. Germain Foundation.
2: But of course, Donald's on top.
1: Yeah, he was president. There was people that had more power than him, probably based on the people the FBI were looking into. They were brought to the United States Supreme Court on charges of mail fraud for defrauding their followers out of a bunch of money and were eventually acquitted in a landmark decision that set precedent that you can't use whether or not someone's religious beliefs are true to prosecute them. Yeah. Right. You know, as of now, the St. Germain Foundation exists. They own hundreds of extremely fancy buildings with perfectly manicured grounds all across the United States and abroad. They do no active recruiting, yet put on very public, well-attended, and high-budget, if poorly directed, pageants at their amphitheater in Mount Shasta, California. They are the most secretive organization I've ever come across. And it feels much more like a spook show than a kooky religious cult.
2: Yeah. Can't be too, too secret based on like we found this information on the surface web. But it's right. You can tell that it's not the full picture.
1: Right. Well, unlike a lot of other cults and religious groups, like you can't find the names of the leadership. You can't find the names of the people in charge. Right. Which is very strange to me. Normally, you can find that with cults and cult members. Mm -hmm. The website, The Black Vault. Run by a dude named John Greenwald. This dude's been collecting FOIA documents and stuff and declassified shit requests on all sorts of weird stuff for a long time now. Tons of government documents. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of stuff. And uh, they've got a lot of documents on the Ballards, as far as I can tell, in that category of like the paranormal shit like that.
2: Like a lot of documents on
1: the Ballards. More than anyone else, including like George Hunt Williamson and people who are, you know, maybe on Majestic 12 and shit. And, you know, there's. There could be a couple reasons for that, right? Like, oh, but there is over. There's like a thousand pages.
2: Well, they they were <laughs> conspiring against the government.
1: <laughs> they were. They were. As as we'll see.
2: So that that's a big thing. It's a big
1: factor. Yeah, you know, it doesn't really seem like J. Edgar Hoover was that concerned about. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like eight, almost eight hundred of those pages are like. Letters to the FBI being sent by frantic people wondering what in the fuck these people are, along with records of the FBI's uh, nationwide investigation of the IM between 1940 and 1944. Although the documents do go up to 1974, but after 44, it falls off a lot. Yeah. So sometime in 1940, after Guy's death and before the Supreme Court case, J. Edgar Hoover was sitting at his desk, you know, assumedly in his lacy black lingerie.
2: Yeah.
1: and side, there's nothing wrong with men wearing lingerie, but in J. Edgar Hoover's case, he must always be made fun of for it because how he ruined people's lives for the exact same shit, mm-hmm. you know? So, fuck him. It's absolutely morally correct to make fun of J. Edgar Hoover cross-dressing. Nothing wrong with anyone else cross-dressing and you shouldn't make fun of him for it. Yeah. If it's fun for you, hell yeah, go do it. If you're J. Edgar Hoover, that's hilarious. Yeah. I give a shit. Anyway, Hoover's there sit- sitting there in that skimpy little black number and he starts getting letters from... Concerned American citizens about a certain cult.
2: I'm imagining it like some of these read like, "Have you ever been to the subreddit QAnon casualties?" And it's yeah. people like talking about their family members and being like, "What the fuck happened to my mom?"
1: Yes, yeah, like, yeah, 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 and stuff like that. It reads exactly like that. And the letters from some of the IM members, which I'll I'll pull up a little, a little bit later on. I, I think I have one. Read exactly like on shit I didn't even know they had caps lock on typewriters, yeah <laughs> honestly like you
2: gotta go through some effort,
1: yeah, it's like the same type of unhinged run on sentences and just fucking
2: going off our yeah Germain is a parasitic
1: well, that's what we started with at first with the ascended masters thing, the idea yeah. of the ascended masters is this mimetic virus, yeah, that just perpetuates itself, and like yeah, I keep coming back to that idea and like. Yeah. It just fits. Yeah. So here's just a, a short piece from uh, the first letter in the um, FBI files, right? To resist them is to increase the religious fervor. But when this fervor overbalances sane religious thinking, makes them put up strange fanatical religious pictures, makes them ridicule the Bible itself, and carries out hoaxes on their believers, then I'm American enough and think enough of my home to act regardless of consequences my own home is among those in danger and my little 7-year-old daughter's thinking was becoming distorted and the housekeeper i have is positively insane at times with this hysteria the guy goes on to you know basically just write paragraph after paragraph being like we have to stop this like this if this could be exposed if we can do anything about this right mm-hmm. yeah and oh well, it's like imagine you're
2: just chilling and then suddenly, your house cleaner or whoever, your daughter, starts breaking out into the chants. Like, just starts right. compulsively chanting over and over and over again. Like, that's
1: odd. Or your housekeeper starts telling your daughter that she can't wear red because it attracts evil spirits. Shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and, like, Hoover responds to this dude, and he's like, Interesting. I'll put you in touch with special agent so-and-so in uh, in L.A., right? You'll report to him if you have any more information. Like, And the dude, like gives his brother-in-law's address or something, and he's like, you know, he's cool with it, and he, like, there's all this, like... There's a lot of overtones of, I'm scared. Yeah. Right? So, soon after that, Hoover gets another letter from uh, Miss Catherine Messimer. I wish to call your attention to the I Am broadcast over radio station WHN. Do you realize what these people represent? On general principles, people are not permitted to speak over radio, over radio networks who advocate killing people and that are a force working against democracy. I enclose the following affidavit for your convenience, and she encloses an affidavit from a woman who testified at the, it's like before it went to the Supreme Court, like the mail fraud shit. Uh-huh. Um, and it basically, and this affidavit, it just basically goes over all the stuff we went over in our first series. Yep. All the dark side of the IM activity, right? Which uh, is most of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a the, ton of it. The
2: dark side is like all of it.
1: Well, let's see. What students are urged to give love gifts, and many people have beggared themselves, giving to the Ballards as representatives of the Ascended Masters, only to be avoided and dropped when drained dry. Blasting the people and instilling a fear into the staff of affiant, of which your affiant was one, was practiced by the Ballards, who stated that the members of their staff could not go out into the world because their bodies were so refined that the world would shatter them. (laughs) That the members of the staff could not live as other people live because of their extreme refinement. The staff lived at the best hotels, ate the best foods, traveled by air as much as possible, and dressed in evening clothes for their classes. Letters would call for the student bodies in Chicago. It's like FBI docs, so it's like some of the words I can't fucking read. In Chicago, Seattle, Chicago, Boston, Washington, (laughs) Los Angeles.
2: Chicago's so important they had to list it
1: twice. Philadelphia, Cleveland, San Francisco and Kansas City to blast those who have been recently dismissed from their works. In other words, demanding their deaths, like ritual magic for the deaths of people that left the activity.
2: Right. Which like, at least they won't actually go out and do it. They'll just like stand in a circle and chant about it.
1: How they beat up a, a few people. That There's is, definitely okay, some you're violence. Right. There, you know. there
2: was violence.
1: You're right. Yeah. But was, And they were trying to do a lot more, as I will show. Uh, Maybe I don't know if they were trying or if they were just fucking buying guns.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they definitely used intimidation tactics.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know how many people they actually.
1: The photographer at one of the last meetings before Guy died.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he got the shit
1: kicked out of him. They used the 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 phrases were like, "Tore off his face." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking savages. So more and more letters keep coming in. I don't know why this starts in 1940. But it seems to, unless like they just don't have any FBI records from beforehand. But it seems like they start getting letters in 1940.
2: Some people are more desperate for their money back. I don't know. Or
1: Guy died and the showman died because he, he didn't actually write the books. Yeah. But he was the preacher man. And now there's this... Hoping that the spell
2: with, can be broken.
1: Or... Put the leader down. They don't have the... Chari- Without the charismatic preacher man, now it's very clearly a shadowy organization. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because before that, it was Guy Ballard's church exactly yeah even though guy didn't give a fuck about esotericism right he did not care he that was all Edna's thing like, he was just a stock swindler and a fucking he liked performing he
2: was a showman
1: <sighs> more i read he, about all of them yeah. the more i like guy the more i hate Edna. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they made a good duo
1: yeah no it's true
2: gotta hand it to him they were a dynamic duo yeah they got shit done they definitely did i don't like what they did <laughs> They got it done.
1: Mm. So Hoover starts getting more and more letters, right? And they're, a lot of them are signed an American citizen. You know, yeah. shit like that. Uh, Hoover's interested, and he advises Catherine Messmer to report directly to Special Agent Hood in San Diego if she has any more information. Hoover also forwards the letter to the Office of the Attorney General. He gets a reply back from Edward G. Kemp, the assistant to the Attorney General, saying that after reviewing the enclosed information— they're advising the bureau that no further investigation should be undertaken.
2: Oh, weird.
1: Really? Really weird.
2: Like um
1: and that affidavit was from an upcoming Supreme Court case. Oh. Right. Like the the post office was already investigating them. Mhm. Um they, yeah, it's just it's really strange cuz that that letter, the affidavit that Catherine Messimer sent Hoover Was like many pages long. It goes into extreme detail. And it's like, oh, this is this is when the FBI is investigating fucking everybody. Right. Right. J. Edgar Hoover is J. Edgar Hoover. He's not going to let a little thing like the chain of command get in the way. He doesn't care. He is. Mm -hmm. That dude has collected insane dirt on probably Edward Kemp. (laughs) (laughs) True. Very true. So he sets the special agents on the case. He sends them to, uh, you know, go assist the post office and stuff and just go talk to people. One of the feds again in California is contacted by a retired, a retired <laughs> retar- <laughs> slip of the tongue. Yeah. A retired major, John Kirby, who's now a mining engineer. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. A lot of mines come up in this. You know. Don't go in caves, people. <laughs> yeah.
2: The male urge to dig. <laughs> it's so strong. I know. You can't stop them. It's true. I
1: like a good digging. <laughs> um so Major John Kirby, he contacts the feds and th- this is really interesting because all of Kirby's friends have started to get taken in by the IM right? Mm. Kirby's not there yet. That would be concerning. Yeah so what he the reason he contacts the feds is because his friends have told told him about a secret FBI agent named K-17 who's working on the side of the good guys in the government and Kirby contacts the FBI. To ask if there is a K-17. So Restorable he used it, question. Yeah, no, it is. He's like, is there a guy named K-17 working for you? Because... If there was, would they tell him? That was my question. Yeah. You know, but there is more trust in them at this point. Uh-huh. You know, it's more naive time. But he's basically like, okay, if this K-17 is real, then maybe they got something. Mm-hmm. If it's not... But as soon as the feds hear this, they take Kirby in for question because... <laughs> oh, shit. It turns out... Um, that there was a guy, I believe his name was George Zimmer, who was broadcasting on radio by the name under the call, call sign K7, who was broadcasting like all these classified FBI case files, like oh, shit, shit that the feds were working on. He was just blowing their secrets out and
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: into the into the world on the airwaves. So they hear K17 with this potentially fascist, potentially communist, potentially whatever,
2: right? And
1: they're like, "What the fuck is what this? What do you know? Right? Who do you know?" They ascertained it's not the same person, but now both the feds and Kirby are all a little spooked.
2: Mm-hmm. And now K-17's on their radar, at least.
1: Yeah. And for the listeners who didn't hear the first one, K-17 was an ascended master that the Ballards invented who was actually played by a real dude. And he was supposedly the head of St. Germain's inner secret service. He was like the secret agent, this ascended master James Bond, yeah, who had this network of good people throughout Washington, so when Guy Ballard marched into Washington, they could overthrow the government and install the king, right the weirdest ascended master ever, uh also secret
2: he, agent ascended
1: master yeah, Q is the seventeenth letter of the alphabet too yep, mm-hmm. so then um, one of the most interesting side characters I've ever found writes to J. Edgar Hoover. this woman's name is. E Lita Hoskins or Leda Hoskins? Man, this fucking hero. So she's been waging a one woman war against the great I Am, both in researching, documenting, and personally deprogramming the followers. Oh, fuck yeah. And she's not about to let the feds fuck this up.
2: Good good for her, yeah. you know. Thank God for her, really. Yes.
1: So this is from her first her first letter to Jack Grover.
2: Yeah, first of many, I imagine. Uh,
1: I found three, I believe. Okay. Form. In my opinion, emotionalism is the seat of all present wars. People who cannot satisfy their material wants develop deep emotional wants, such as the material in which the seed of revolution is sowed by some emotional speaker. Religion, that which deals with man's heart, is far more explosive than the latest or greatest material invention of man. Hatred instilled in the hearts of a people has a nation licked before the aggressor appears inner armament is the most is most essential and should be carried out on par with other armament the building of the explosive of hatred within man is through influence influence of his experience in life influence of his environment and last but not least his reaction to the influence of others upon him mm-hmm. right pretty solid it's a hell of a way to talk to J. Edgar Hoover but, you know
2: yeah <laughs> um,
1: and here's one account of her deprogramming a bitch
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: yeah a woman came to me. I tried counter-emotionalism on this case, and it worked. She said her husband was treating her mean. I asked what she had done. And she replied, "Nothing." I inquired about her interests and found that she belonged to the I Am. She waxed eloquent on all it was doing for her and how truly she was following every instruction. She had lived in name only for about a year with her husband. I said, "That's fine. You're getting along grand. Your husband is your husband is the one that needs help, and I'm going to see that he gets it." She was quite pleased and wanted to know how I would proceed. I told her I would help him get a divorce, and the law would stand back of him. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> she was speechless. She wrote right about face. This was a year ago, a matter of a month back. She told me with shining eyes that she was sure she and her husband were soulmates. Breaking the attraction between mates makes them more easily handled individuals. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Leah. I find uh, it's great. Wow. She'll continue to write Hoover over the next bunch of years. These long ass letters like dictating what strategy the feds should use and exposing all the source material that Edna plagiarized. These super obscure books. Like uh, Brother of the Third Degree, which is the first time the character of St. Germain shows up. It's out of print now. It's hard to find. I think I, You can find it online, though, actually. I did some digging, and I found that Elta Leda Hoskins was also a Masonic author. She claimed to be the head of a Masonic order that was open to women, although she was probably the only member.
2: Yeah, (laughs) that's cool. I'm the head of this order.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has 33 other members. Yeah, sure it does. Mm Sure it does. She wrote a few books under- They're my imaginary friends. Yeah. They're my masters. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) She wrote a few books under pseudonyms, including a book called The Trowel, under the pseudonym The Chela.
2: Oh, 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 yeah, Chela. Yeah. Student.
1: Yep. I'd be very interested in reading her books, if anyone out there knows where to find them or anything. uh, Doubtful, but you never know. It's just like- what an interesting person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. She's writing crank letters like I do. You know? It's <laughs> yeah. great. Anyway, the biggest concern for all involved right now is the upcoming court case. You know?
2: Mm-hmm. Which the Supreme.
1: A, yeah. This is the supreme. supreme case. journal Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Hoover sends a couple special agents specializing in accounting to assist the post office with their investigation. Lita Hoskins is extremely concerned that one of the Supreme Court justices... Uh, Charles Hughes is a follower of the I am and that when Edna spoke of there being a mighty I am presence in the Supreme Court, she was referring to that guy. Well, fuck. I looked at Hughes's record. Yeah. Um, He seems like a truly decent human being. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. Like, was he involved with the I am? He might. I, You know, he probably just liked some of the I am material. Right. Without going in whole hog. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he subscribed to their newsletter once and like Edna thought, oh, I got a guy. Right. Like they did get acquitted, but like, I don't know. It who's his record, he was progress he was he was seems like a really good dude. So I mean, that's all like the Wikipedia about him makes him sound like a good dude Yeah, so well.
2: Fucking, we also we know the uh outcome of the case
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're so convicted, they're... but then it's overturned and, and then it becomes a landmark case. It's like it's a super important court case. Mm-hmm. It's just baffling. So on paper the accountants find Nothing. They I and mean, they spend a while like going through all their finances, but hmm. suspicious. So yeah, informants tell the feds that all the love gifts the ballads got on the road were like never accounted for. Yeah, because you know you don't need to.
2: Mm-hmm. They're right? are gifts.
1: <laughs> they're gifts, and they're also cash. Yeah. Or if they're checks or money orders, you can just go to a shady motherfucker.
2: Mm-hmm. So. So there's a lot of money that's not accounted for.
1: Yeah, there's the paper trail, and the paper trail checks out, because of course it does, because guy's been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, He's a dummy. It does mean that they can't submit it as evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Court case happens. Edna and Donald and the rest are convicted, then it's overturned, yada yada. Edna gets banned from using the mail for 10 years. While this case is happening, our girl Lita... Yeah. ...sends another letter to Hoover. Like uh, Yes, Lita. Giving, she gives starts giving him the play-by-play chess moves that the prosecutor needs to make in order to trap Edna, right? Um, and it's fucking wild. It's super long, and so I'm not going to get into it. But I love this. I love this woman. There's real vibes of you don't understand what you're dealing with. Yeah. This is a wizard. If you let her perform, she will entrance and fascinate the court because that's what she fucking does. Yeah. It's like she really understands. She, Hoskins is a magician, she understands that Edna is a magician. Mm-hmm. And Edna was. She worked at an occult bookstore. Her sister's a occult bookstore. She, that was all her shit. Yeah, she, Edna's the puppet master. Yeah, she published a couple magazines before the IM even started. Mm-hmm. She was always trying to do this bit. There's uh, these other books that I, I found that she was reading. I've never heard of anything. It's all these obscure spiritualist books and stuff. There's this book called um, A Wanderer on the Spirit Plane or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that I guess was one of Donald's favorite books as a child that Edna, like, ripped a lot off from. Right. And then there was a prequel written to that book called The Strange Story of Arinzimon, which just sounds sinister.
2: Arinziman.
1: Yeah, and I don't really know much about it. It's like these books I've never fucking heard of. They were, like, this huge...
2: Yeah, and, like, good luck finding them, probably. You can f-
1: actually find reprints of The Strange Story of Arinziman." Cool. And I found a PDF of... Stranger on the soul plane, whatever the fuck. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. So, St. Germain Foundation is convicted. Uh, Edna gets banned from using. Then it's overturned. Edna gets banned from using the mail for ten years. This absolutely enrages the ammers across the country. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a letter from one of them to Hoover. <laughs> you you can contrast. <laughs> right. um, Dear Mister Hoover, I've always wis- wished to help your work. And I hope you get unlimited money for it. <laughs> you and Mr. Martin Dyes are great friends for America and Americans. Yeah. If you wish she's, me,
2: She's really like, you know, yeah. buttering them up.
1: Yeah. And if you wish me to ever help you by those things a quiet lady can do, please let me know. Now, for me, I ask you about the I Am activity. Why were the males denied Mrs. Ballard? And just what can we do to return them to her? I have been in this activity for 10 years. Before that, I was in Theosophy and Anthroposity. I am a graduate of high school and college and then studied in Paris, where I went and ha- I had a book and a professor in London, in Paris, in Rome, in Egypt, in Palestine. Alexandria, Egypt was the great center of learning 2,000 years ago. I regret that I did not enter the college there. And Egypt 2,000 years ago was called the land of chemistry. Chemistry is in all caps for some fucking reason. <laughs> Who today understands the process of the mummy? <laughs> uh,
2: a lot of people,
1: actually. Books were my fetish, my hobby, my very life. All caps, TRUTH. That is why just truth. You who go so deep are better better informed, see, and feel differently about a subject. Your education and your training comes to bear upon a subject. Just so does our education and our training go into a subject. We are not nuts any more than chemists are nuts. We only study. We are not spiritualists, analysts. We are not magic workers, thieves, or tricksters. We are group students who have clean teachers and who do clean things no person smoking drinking sexing swearing red-faced with anger trembling with hate all caps could enter a group of i am students oh uh. can you understand this we bless the world difficult as it is to do that's it that's that's it. great oh letter. no no they, it does keep going on this is but it's like all marked up and shit and i can't wow her oh, her magazines are perfect. Her songs are perfect music. I don't know. I'm sold. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Her six million followers. It, this woman's claiming Edna has six million followers. Shh. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. But yeah, like, that's some crazy shit, dude. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't know they made letters like that back in the day. Like, <laughs> full blown, like. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Who knows how they make the mummy? <laughs> <laughs> Who, who does? We're not smoking, drinking, sexing, <laughs> red-faced with anger. We're students.
2: I don't know. You seem to be <laughs> typing in caps lock a lot.
1: That's, I didn't know that was allowed with typewriters. Like, yeah. Fucking crazy. And in February 1941, a rumor starts spreading among the IM that the Japanese are going to attack the West Coast and completely destroy it. Mm-hmm. This is before Pearl Harbor and all that shit. Uh, and so they need, need to all fuck off and head to Santa Fe. This further bothers Hoover, and he sets the special agents all across the country to get up in there, and figure out who started this rumor and why, because you know.
2: I mean, they, if it's true, then yeah,
1: it needs like, to what be do investigated. They know? Yeah. Yeah, and so the agents basically go off to all the different I.M. temples, all like as many as they can find: Seattle, Boulder, Santa Fe, mm-hmm. Portland, Montana, all these places. They send them and they start talking to people. You know, they. Agents send back detailed descriptions and interviews with cult members and with all the people that know them. No one can believe they'd be up to anything un-American because they're so patriotic, you understand. They have victory gardens. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They would never.
1: The story is the same all across the country. There are classes nearly every day at the different temples. The members only really a- interact with other members and they're all fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One dude talked about how he had to fire his housekeeper because she wouldn't shut the fuck up about the I am presence in the violet flame. And she was trying to indoctrinate his kids. Wouldn't feed them real food. (sighs) Uh, And like, yeah, yeah. that Like the kids were getting malnourished and shit.
2: Damn. Yeah. yeah, I better find a new job, lady.
1: Yeah. Another dude talked about how his friend's wife would go up to the people, go up to people in a movie theater while the movie was playing, trying to convert them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: that's the worst way to go about it. You're, that would be so annoying. Yeah. Like, sir. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. Maybe after the movie. Like, you got to approach, be like, so, what'd you think of the movie? Anyway, like... Yeah, relate lame.
1: it to the I Am. You know, yeah, well, if you're interested like in that, that, you know, this is, we, I belong to a very American group.
2: Yeah, make it natural. You can't just... No, but they're unhinged. They are.
1: Like, that's, that's the thing.
2: I think, like confusion is a good tactic like take people off guard and also like they're kind of sitting ducks it's Mm -hmm. like okay well i paid for this ticket so i i'm you know what are they gonna do get up and leave yeah that's true so if you want to talk to someone (laughs) during a movie that's a good time for a captive audience i don't know that's true it's annoying oh they won't forget what what you told them though they'll remember the fucking i am like, ah, oh, that annoying motherfucker the theater.
1: I have to give you another couple sentences from that letter, the I Am letter. Please. Yeah. She carried the light. You have a light in your office, in your home, in your body. That light can be 10 watt or it can be 100 watt. A gangster has one watt. You have a very powerful light in your heart. In that The FBI agent wrote in cursive. So strong, no one can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Aww.
2: I think well. it's
1: as strong as... A,
2: <laughs> just he knows like, his worth. He knows his light.
1: Or it's so phony no one can, can see it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. probably so strong. And this is about the only thing about you that, that comes from your own divine. In ten years I never heard Mrs. Bowder, who her groups ask for money or ask you to buy of her wares. Her followers are not as a rule young. People like me, American stock, wealthy parents, successful husbands and children such as your such as your family life. These people wish to keep on with teachers. Mrs. Ballard did not pay her bills as her groups did when she was in Washington DC, her groups paid for all, paid for her work, her hotels, flowers food, she carried about 20 people with her and while these people musicians, secretaries, maids to dress her did not live on whiskey or cigarettes or beer or dead carrion which poisons the body dead carcass. Still, these people did eat and do eat greens fruit. And your pupils paid the expense. She's—they're writing this as if
2: it like, exonerates her. I was gonna say, is that supposed to be a good thing? Like, is right. that supposed to be in favor of her? Because um, I guess so. Like, uh, it, it, if anything, that's more criminalizing. But okay.
1: Yeah, it's crazy it's just it's crazy
2: i love the enthusiasm
1: yeah i'm terrified of the
2: enthusiasm some people the brainwashing worked real good on a lot of people actually
1: and what's fucked up is it doesn't like all all the people even like in modern times members because i found some discussions between ex members and members Mm -hmm. arguments on an old message board from 2002 they write like this even still it's the same shit yeah it's really weird i yeah yeah and so another common theme is that all these branches are filled with Germans and Italians. Huh. In 1941. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you yeah, know. You yeah, know. You yeah, know. But no one could suspect they'd ever be up to anything because they're so patriotic. <laughs> <You understand. laughs> yeah, I, I found uh, a nearly illegible letter regarding the I.M. cult dated February 3rd, 1942, was received by this office. It is being set forth as follows for record purposes. FBI men. Watch the IM Center, 1325 Sutter Street, middle of block, full of Germans who su- fully supported Hitler all along. Now they hide out via religion. Fakers. Lots went to Phoenix, Arizona, a hotspot. Bless my new country, America. Fred and wife and soldier son.
2: Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, like, so. Yeah. Confirming what we knew to be true.
1: Yeah. And there's tons of shit like that. It's like really a ton of Germans speaking German. Mm-hmm. You know, in 1941. And this is. Like they, Which isn't,
2: you know, that's not suspicious in and of itself, German people speaking the German language, but getting together in a group um, known for their fascist ideals.
1: You know, it, I almost was like... Now we're talking I almost suspicious. wasn't going to use the word Nazi because it's like, well, that was a specific party, political party, just like the fascists were specific political party. So do we just say white supremacists? And I was like, oh, wait... No, they were literally no, literal. Nazis. Yeah. Like they were assos- closely associated with William Dudley Pelley. Yeah. He's a Nazi.
2: Like we're not talking the watered down, exaggerated um, right. like buzzword like
1: you're fucking fascist. Like no, literally though. William Dudley Pelley was an American Nazi. He was the most successful American Nazi. He was thrown in prison for a bunch of years for fucking sedition. Right. Where
2: he crafted a UFO religion and spoke to mm-hmm. aliens and:
1: Yeah, yeah. And in these FBI documents, you know, we knew that Edna Ballard was a huge fan of William Dudley Pelly, and the I.M. was modeled after his teaching, but in these FBI documents, a phrase comes up twice, which is, before Edna met her husband Guy, she was associated with William Dudley Pelly.: Yeah, right? And in the context... Of before she met her husband, and the word "associated" mm-hmm. that only means one thing.
2: It might, it might mean what I'm thinking, but it might not.
1: It might not, but come on.
2: Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, okay, well, hi. Yeah, no. Edna was living in Chicago. Pelly, at this time, up until 1916, which is when Edna met Guy. Pelly was working as a journalist in Chicago. Right. Yep. They're in the same city. Edna worked at an occult bookstore. She was a concert harpist. Pelly was a journalist. They were—they could have been mistaken for cool people. Yeah. You know what I mean? In yeah. In the youth, like they at least were friends. Right. You can say that. So yeah, the I.M. activity are fucking Nazis, and I'm pretty sure it was Edna Ballard who turned William Pelly onto the occult. Mm-hmm. I'm like I am. It's an assumption, it's, a, it's an intuitive leap, but I would bet money
0: on it.
2: Yeah. You know? Hey, what's going on?
0: Ah, those bums won their court case, oh. so they're marching today. What bums? The fucking Nazi party. <laughs> Illinois Nazis. <laughs> I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs>
1: oh, la, la. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Have <Me laughs> you either. ever seen the Blues Brothers? No. Really? Yeah. Dude, it's, it's amazing. There's just... It's so good.
2: There's a lot of movies that I haven't
1: seen. Blues Brothers should be on your list. Yeah, like Jaws. <laughs> I've never fucking seen Jaws. I don't know, Star Wars. Uh, Watch the Blues Brothers way before Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. No, you'd, you'd, you'd really dig it. hmm Yeah. I hate Illinois Nazis. Then they drive you their you car through see. the Nazis marching over a bridge, and they all jump into the water, and it's fucking great. <sighs> <Yes>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so that I mean, that puts the Germans and the Italians in a different context here. hmm right. And there's a whole bunch of German weirdos that are part of the leadership of the of the Saint Germain Foundation.: Yeah. Uh, there's this one character, Paul Stickle, which the FBI zone like they focus in on this guy real hard, and it takes them years to prove that he exists. Like finding his draft card from Hartford, Connecticut, like actually proving that he exists. I don't really like. It seems like he was really the operative hand behind Mm. the Saint Germain Foundation. Edna was the philosopher behind it. Donald didn't care. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't care.
2: There was the I am Temple, right? Which is with the I am activity. Yeah, the I am activity. Yeah, and the Saint Germain Foundation.
1: Yes, the Saint Germain Foundation was the parent corporation of, well there's two corporations, Saint Germain Foundation Saint Germain Press. Saint Germain right. Press is a publishing company. Saint Germain Foundation does whatever a foundation does. Yes. Which is by property, right? In this uh-huh. in this case, a lot of property and manage all the dealings and all the weird shit whatever.
2: And to be a nonprofit, you know.
1: Yeah. So the IM activity was never a official group. Yes. Yeah, it right? It's just a movement. hmm Right? But then there's a foundation that believes in the IM activity that can help to push it without being the same thing. You yeah. You know? It's,
2: yeah. And they're not exactly like a church. They're a non-profit foundation. Right. And then they also have the press
1: company. Separate company. Right. Same board of directors. So
2: this is... These things are very... These are important to understand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you've like... Generally, any time an important person has something called a foundation, they're doing this fucking weird shit. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's just one of those things. And but this all comes from the fact that, like, Guy Ballard was a con man. He was a businessy con man. The people yeah. up in this group were criminals, right? Like they. Yeah, <laughs> they literally were. These are criminals,
2: they're criminal Nazis.
1: Yeah. This is organized white supremacist organized, organized crime. crime. Yeah. 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 This is what this is. Yeah. Like and like, and it's still around. If and if you don't think that, like, if you think that, like, somehow spirituality and criminality
2: can't coexist,
1: you haven't met a lot of criminals. Oh shit! They fucking the amount of fucking criminals I have met that believe real hard in Jesus Christ is funny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're like you know you know the type, like the the drug dealer that fucking loves jesus yeah you ever met that but type?
2: also i was thinking just about in general um how many scams are oh, perpetrated yeah, yeah. through like spirituality well, preying yeah. upon yeah. people's faith and, and spiritualism
1: yeah that's just so obvious i don't yeah i'm thinking about it
2: right <laughs> but criminality spirituality they they really do go together. like hey buy my fucking uh Hypnosis parasite removal. Right. Meet with me over Skype for eighty dollars, and, that... and I'll remove all of the the microchips in your body. But
1: again, that wouldn't exist without the I am
2: exactly. Which
1: is just it's just crazy. Like
2: that's crazy that that grift exists.
1: It really is. It's so insane.
2: Like let's do FaceTime, and I'll I'll go. We'll both go to the astral realm, and I'll.
1: Yeah. So, so it seems like Colorado was. After they moved to Santa Fe, they were looking at Colorado for the place to establish the big base.
2: Mm -hmm. For the SGF.
1: For the SGF to establish the whole center of the I Am. Yeah. Which it's tough because it is all these different names. The movement, the current is the I Am. The group of people we're talking about is the St. Germain Foundation. Yeah. I think that's the that's the way. Mm -hmm.
2: And I think we did a good job explaining the difference between St. Germain Press St. Germain Foundation. I'm imagining it in my head as like a little family tree where the press and the foundation are married to each other. And then there's like a, a child, which is the I am activity. But it's like, I don't know. Like a ghost of a child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. It's the immaterial thing. You can't... Oh, my just God. students. They're oh, just independent groups of it's students. It's the
2: Holy Trinity that...
1: Yeah, of course it is.
2: You know, yeah. the three entities together. The SGF, the SGP, and the yeah. M-Activity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yep.
2: Because they all feed into one another and, like, sustain the beast.
1: Yeah, exactly. One really really funny um thing i picked up on is that throughout all this time they've getting they're getting these also con- the, the feds are getting these conflicting reports from california mm-hmm. about because they keep hearing the im referred to as the purple cult as well yeah
2: yeah the violet flame
1: it makes sense right mm-hmm. and they're getting you know this, Which this doesn't this, make oh, sense
2: because yeah. um purple is made right. out of red and blue and red is evil so explain that
1: true True. They weren't consistent with that. They fucking yeah. threw the American flag. Right. Well, they get these reports from LA that the purple cult is being run by communists. And they're actually getting the marching orders from communists. What the fuck? Who for things? I thought they were Nazis. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, now I'm confused. Well, so was I. So I started Googling the phrase the purple cult. That was the OTO. Oh. <laughs> like oh. when Parsons was in there and shit. Well shit. Like they people in LA just confused the two. <laughs> okay, you know we're getting the Mark north from communists, but like
2: it just it fits right in with our
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean it was L.A. at the same time. Mm-hmm, Shit. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that was so fucking funny because they're the opposite.
2: They're ne- yeah, <laughs> ideologically, mm mm
1: mm mm. Secret chiefs versus ascended masters. I like the name ascended master more than secret chief, even though they're both terrible. However, the concept of the secret chiefs is healthier. Yes. the Ascended Masters.
2: I agree. Title sucks.
1: Yeah. Don't like it. So mean, meanwhile, Donald is headed to Colorado, where the IM plans to purchase the famous and famously haunted Stanley Hotel. That was going to be their base of operation. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, as well as a former ski resort in Urey County, Colorado, which also happens to have a mine on the property. Oh, Paul Stickle was also a mining engineer, too. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of these guys are fucking miners, right? Yeah. Remember St. Germain. Hey, <laughs>
2: They should go to jail for that. They
1: should. Yes. They they probably were, realistically. (laughs) But yeah, remember like St. Germain's, the Cave of Wonders, the connections to the Shaver mystery, Mm -hmm. like all this shit, this underground. Also, the
2: fact that the Stanley Hotel is like in this too, like, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real weird with it. It's strange. It's very, very strange. So this former ski resort in Erie County, they, they outfit this building with all sorts of fancy radio equipment so Edna can do a broadcast and shit. And Donald starts buying guns. Mm-hmm. Like we don't. I have the number on how many rifles, but he bought a thousand rounds of thirty thirty ammunition. Thousand it, rounds. Thirty is a big gun too. Yeah. Like that's um that that's for hunting out. We
2: know they were stockpiling.
1: Yeah. Uh, Fifty five Colt forty fives. Ton of ammo for those, and that was just one purchase. Right. Right. So imagine these other gun store owners were also writing to the feds, being like, "This dude's buying a lot of guns from me," so yeah. like it was a thing. Donald's also in contact. The FBI intercepts this letter. Donald's in contact with this insanely shady character named Robert Gross, a.k.a. Bob Gross. Bobby Gross. Bobby Gross. Are really Grossman? I'm just going to call him Gross. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Gross. That so wasn't his real in name either. A.k.a. Michael D. Linyakov, oh. A.k.a. Roberto Angenio Long. Bobby Long. Bobby Long. So this is a letter the feds intercepted from Bobby Long to yeah. Donald. Uh, from the Cosmopolitan Hotel in Denver, Colorado. Dear Don, I had hopes of contacting you while you were in town, the 16th. If you remember, I had located some objects in Mexico that you were desirous of having. I now have 50 of them. All new, none have been fired since testing range. Mm. All are boxed complete. I've gone to considerable effort in getting these up here. Write to me as soon as possible. Objet d'armes est très chaud. I can't pronounce French. That is French for the weapons are hot. Okay, (laughs) well, damn. Yours sincerely, Robert E. Gross. Uh, P.S. Have lots of news and new developments. Some goodbyes on Beechcraft 2000. My regards to Mother, Cookie, Carlson, Pratt, and Costi. So the feds pull Gross in.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not very subtle, his letter, is he?
1: (laughs) This fucking guy, dude. He gives them this whole song and dance about why he's got three names. How he was adopted, and how really, see that here's the thing: he actually hates communists with a passion, with a real passion. He loves America. He hates communists so much. And Donald's communist, you see. So really, I was actually I got these weapons up here because I was gonna sell them to Donald, but I wasn't gonna sell them to Donald. I was gonna say they got like lost or something, and then I was gonna trap him. I was gonna send them to you guys because I love America yeah, sure, so much.
2: Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, he tells like a different story the next time he talks to a Fed, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. It's hey,
2: Bobby Gross. Super. Bobby Long.
1: Long, convoluted story of how much a fucking patriot is. <sighs> spook. Mm-hmm. Of some sort. Organized crime spook. Somebody. He's not a real dude. He's just fucking someone that's selling Don weapons. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. The one time I can find that the feds uh, actually get a guy in the activity and get to go into one of the temple, mm-hmm. they find th- the buildings full of. Boxes of books, boxes of they don't know what, and they find, and quote, a green powder used for ritual purposes. Uh. Now, if huh. you found that in the building of a religious cult in the 21st century, a green powder used for r- ritual purposes, what would <clears throat> you think it is? I
2: don't know, but I wouldn't touch it with my bare hands.
1: Yeah, I would. It, I'd think it was drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, the feds don't know what drugs are. They know what weed is. They know what heroin is. They know what cocaine is. Yeah, right. They don't know what mescaline is. Occultists at this time in 1940 know what mescaline is, mm-hmm. especially you know people who have what sounds like a crazy ass trip in the Sierra Madres, even though they said it was Mount Shasta, which is where Guy was. He was in the Sierra Madres, yeah, where peyote grows.
2: So if this you know, if it's cactus well, powder, then let's not
1: speculate too much right now. Uh huh. We can speculate a bit in it in a little. Bit. Okay. Yes. So they moved to Colorado. Uh, when they get to town, they didn't interact much with the locals, par for the course. But one of them said something like. We'll make this our new home if we find it agreeable or something weird like that. Mm. Uh, according to the feds, Donald would entice dudes from town to work at the mine so that they could avoid the draft. Another story has a sheep farmer, herder or whatever, leading his sheep onto the St. Germain property or Saint Germain Foundation property accidentally and just straight up being threatened by a man at gunpoint to get the fuck out of there. Just immediately. Damn.
2: Better get those sheep the fuck out
1: of here. Yeah, he just pulls a fucking huge gun and sticks it in yeah. his face. Yeah, it's all shady as hell and weird. No
2: unauthorized visitors.
1: Right. And assumingly, the Justice Department doesn't want to do shit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone says they're not up to anything subversive because they're so patriotic, after all.
2: Yeah, right. As they seem to keep saying over and over and over again.
1: Right. It's literally what everyone's like. They couldn't be up to anything subversive. They're so patriotic. Yeah, Um, just patriots. Oh, man, there's one story. Just love freedom. I just remember this one story of a dude whose wife lost her mind with the IM. Yeah. He fucking goes into the St. Germain Foundation like meeting or whatever. He fucking pulls a gun on the head of the fucking group. Holy straight shit straight up pulls a fucking 45 revolver, sticks it in the dude's face, cocks it, lets the hammer down and goes, I'm not going to jail over trash like you. <laughs> so Gee. it's hard boiled, dude. <laughs> yeah, so Donald gets drafted and the feds had a really hard time tracking him down. Attracting him like three other Donald Ballards. <laughs> wrong Donnie. Um, it's the wrong Don. And then when they did, he told them a bunch of shit that is totally redacted from the FOIA files. Oh. Yeah, like a couple pages worth of shit. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, well. We know he's in West Virginia and Virginia. It seems like he actually did go to Europe. And from other, some other letters we'll get to in a second. And at this point, 1944, the investigation kind of peters out. Mm-hmm. War is coming to an end. Don't care about Nazis anymore if we're done fighting the Nazis. Yeah. Right? Then in 1946, the panicked letters start up again. People in Mount Shasta, California, residents, a local chaplain, a sheriff, all start writing to Hoover asking for any information he has on the IM call because they just moved into town and the residents are fucking worried. Oh. He says he can't give them anything, but by like the third letter or so, he starts attaching a summary of what the FBI knows about the public story of the I Am.
2: Yeah. Right? See, this is so interesting, knowing, like, what the reputation and culture around Mount Shasta today. Yes. Like, to know that, you know, the stories that are told about Mount Shasta are usually around the, you know, the the mythos. Yeah. You know?
1: Which is very old, much older than this. Yeah. Yeah. And older than the I Am.
2: Yeah, what we don't hear too much is about, like, you know, how the locals felt about this mm-hmm. shit. You know, that side of the story is how this impacted, like, the real people living there. So I'm interested.
1: Why don't I pull up a letter?
2: Why don't you?
1: Oh, here's the other thing. They had a habit of targeting wealthy older widows. Of course. And then just stealing their money. Getting them to leave it, leave their inheritance to them. Oh, yeah. They still, we knew that. Yeah, they still do this. Um, Okay. Gentlemen, this is not a crank letter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm telling okay, you, I'm, I'm starting to distrust
1: whether or not this is a crank. No, letter. dude, I'm telling you, the I am makes people write crank letters about it. It's that like if you look into it, you start going a little crazy. You start just yeah. trying to tell as many people as possible. This is not a crank letter. It is an endeavor to check up on the religious sect called the Ballardites, the foundation of St. Germain, or more popularly known as the IM association. None of those are what people call them. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. As you undoubtedly know, the cult is now making Mount Shasta City its international headquarters. At least, this is their ultimatum to the people of this place. They have purchased much property here and intend to purchase more. They intend to set up international markets here. They intend to have a youth conclave here once a year. Last evening, Mrs. G. Ballard, Edna, and her staff appeared before an open meeting of the Chamber of Commerce of this place and made a speech. She appeared, as I understand it, of her own volition to appeal to the people of Mount Shasta for tolerance. She guaranteed that she would aid the city of Mount Shasta materially. She would bless them all. If, she said, we wanted to help her, she would gladly give it and thereby enable the city to prosper. If, she continued, we did not want her help, she would lead her people off by themselves and carry on with their own program. Hmm. She wants the people of this town to watch her for a while and judge her by the fruits of her mighty works.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking sketch it's so
1: fucking insane well good for this person she's like she's getting up in front of the chamber of fucking commerce and just being like like it's like a, it's it's gangster shit mm-hmm. it's like spiritual gangsterism
2: just give me six months it'll be amazing for this
1: yeah town. Well, if you don't want me then only yeah
2: but you're gonna thank me
1: yeah oh, man frankly she said nothing in her speech that was definite she neither explained her cult nor did she state what construction for the good meant for her, meant to her and her people. She simply used the term construction time and time again without qualifying the term in the least. In the question and answer period which followed her speech, I asked her from the floor to define construction. I told her that Hitler had told the Germans he would construct Germany in the world, and I cited several other examples of people who, in the past, have tried to construct a new world. She did not answer the question, but simply indulged in more platitudes my remarks caused quite a disturbance the president of the chamber of commerce said that i was introducing a religious controversy he wanted it confined he said to commercial matters of course she had spent one and a half hours about religion and had even had one of her staff play two selections of her sacred music on the piano in the middle of the speech that the audience might receive some of her power
2: oh please (laughs) Please. that they ended up there yeah so it's
1: like the upshot was that the meeting ended in a near riot this dude's holy shit like, if I was the Chamber of Commerce, <laughs> these are
2: the questions I'd be... Like, are you a religion or are you a business? Like, what are you? What are you? What What are you doing? Who are you? <laughs> what the fuck is... Get him
1: off the piano. What the yeah. fuck are you doing?
0: Like... Edna, baby.
1: Like, this is, to me... This is funny. It's hilarious. It like, is, making
2: them listen to the music and being like, no, no, no. We're going to be great for this place.
1: Edna's in full... Listen mat- to what we got. Like crazy magician mode yeah like she's she's really feeling herself you know Mm -hmm. it's fucking nuts where's Donald at this time well we're gonna get to that in a second okay just one second so this is where the fbi leaves the story you know this main foundation brought shasta springs the old extremely fancy resort mount shasta made their headquarters now Movement, team, the ballad, the beloved dawn. Ah, yes. So there's a web there's a website called the IM Activity Exposed. It's only up for two years between 2002 and 2004, and I believe you found this back when we first covered these guys. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's only up between 2002 and 2004 kind of frightens me. You yeah, know? I had to look at an archived version. It was run by. Couple of former members and was trying to do exactly what they said: expose the fuckers. Interestingly, there is a guest book, and you can read through the archived guest book.
2: The guest book, <sighs> juicy.
1: Holy shit, dude! Fucking it's a juicy, some peach, crazy old internet arguments between white boomers. Right? Yeah, it's the most unhinged, batshit crazy argument. Not to put too fine a point on it, but it reads just like QAnon followers sound like: mm-hmm. Apps lock, run on sentences, and all.
2: Or like the letters.
1: Yeah, or just like the letters. It's, from supporters. It, right, yeah. it's the same fucking thing. But in this guestbook, a friend of Donald Ballard's shares some really interesting shit. Mm, mm-hmm. And I'll start with a quote from one of the letters. Try to imagine you are a young boy being raised by a fiery little woman, as mama was, little dynamite, and with a dad on the run from the law. And as if that isn't enough, plug in the idea that your name and identity has now been hijacked into books that make mind-boggling claims about who you were, are, and will be. Then try to imagine that some of what is being put down feels right, as far as the law goes. However, it is being sold as a package deal. Never mind that you are watching your mom write the books, which claim all of these things, and your dad is floating from one teacher to another and writing to your mom about what he is learning and that they are together deciding, through their correspondence, what to put in the books. That, for starters, was Don's childhood. Yep. Yeah. This is from a woman named Edie. Edie goes on to paint a, dare I say, human picture of Donald Ballard.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, remember how he had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. that he wanted to marry and his parents were like, no, sorry, you're going to marry this girl instead.
1: Yeah. And then a couple weeks later, he walks in on her fucking a staff member.
2: Yeah. It's like, great. So glad we did that.
1: Yeah. It sucks. Thanks for
2: making me marry this woman.
1: Yeah. Um. Like, also, dude was still in the fucking John Birch Society, and so was Edie. So yep. fuck them both to hell it's anyway. True. It's true. <laughs> like, the end of the day, that's all the John Birch Society. But Donald was always acutely aware they didn't get to have a normal life.
2: hmm and, and he didn't.
1: He didn't. But that's all he wanted to do. He wanted to do dude shit. Yeah, you know? just play golf. Right. Or fucking go hiking or just go drinking with the boys, you know? Mm-hmm. He wanted to get laid, drive fast, and take chances from an early age, she was being pumped full of this fucking nonsense. Yeah. She knew was in some ways nonsense. He knew that Edna had synthesized the teachings from her favorite books and from his. And he was there when daddy was out of town and William Dudley Pelly was staying in their house helping Edna write the books. And Donald and Edna had a troubled relationship. But Donald did believe in Saint Germain. Yep. And he did believe in the beings of light. Donald, when he was drafted into World War II and he served in Europe, he apparently... While overseas, he had a few harrowing experiences, and apparently some of them involved Big Saint G. What? When he got back, Donald wanted to end the activity and make a clean sweep. That's what he confronted his mom about. Mm-hmm. Edna wouldn't hear of it. Yeah, and, fuck no. Yeah, and they had a falling out that lasted for years. Up until the fifties after he joined the John Burtson.
2: Yeah, because that was never supposed to happen. Right. That wasn't the plan. That's
1: well, not the fucking plan.
2: He's supposed to take it over and you know. Mm-hmm.
1: He'll he'll become president. Carry
2: or on the legacy, yeah. yeah.
1: And now You know, she tells a story about like she talks about how Donald always knew that the only people that could potentially be his friends just wanted something from him to climb the greased pole of leadership, as she puts it.
2: Right. And like that sucks. Right. Because like imagine never knowing if someone's being genuine with you or not Mm -hmm. or if they're just, you know, using you.
1: Yeah. And it tells a story about how they became friends when she was like doing housework or something like doing the dishes or cleaning up or that was her chore and something donald comes in and he's asked if she needs any help with the dishes and they just do the dishes and cleaning together for three hours and have a human-ass conversation she said it was wonderful and they became best friends ever since which is like it's, a nice it's very human
2: human moment. i have a yeah. lot of empathy for that that's what my brain said too is mm-hmm. like human moment
1: <laughs> yeah so in the 70s she she also did say that when Donald was in the John Birch Society, he learned a lot of things about what was really going on in the government. And he told him to Mama, Edna. And uh, Mama. Mama incorporated all those things that are really going on in the government, according to the John Birch Society. Uh-huh. NWO shit, you know. Of course. Uh, if you know the John Birch Society, right wing fringe um, started in like 1956. Uh, kind of really responsible for a lot of anti-government conspiracy theories. I'm also anti-government. I don't like the idea of government. But like these guys are, you know, don't they govern suck. govern me. John Birch Society sucks. So in the 70s... While Edna was dying, she wrote a will that gave a whole bunch of millions of dollars to Donald. Everything she had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Edna told Donald that when she passed, he needed to get the fuck out because the vultures would descend. Yeah. All right. A couple weeks before her death.
2: And she she knew that there were going to be knew.
1: many. Yeah. Because she surrounded herself with, organi- with criminals. Right. The inner circle wasn't.
2: I leaving. also have a feeling that. She might have been loose-lipped and told some people, like, oh, after I'm gone, it's all, I'm I'm gone, it's all going to go to you. Absolutely. Like, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just playing the power game like that.
1: Definitely.
2: So. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of people confused.
1: Yeah, afterwards.
2: definitely. Their words. like,
1: wait a second. Yeah. So a couple of weeks before her death, Donald went to see her, went to see Edna, and he found a whole bunch of St. Germain Foundation board members in, in the room with her and in the hallways. And he overheard, like, this one woman oh. saying, like... <laughs> I just can't wait for this to be over, so I can go drink martinis in Hawaii and shit. Uh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Donald's blood is
1: just boiling. He's fucking. He's pissed. He knows exactly. He what's loves going his on. mama too. Even though they had a really strained relationship for the last few decades. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, who the fuck else does he have? I mean, he's married at this point too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, she was his whole fucking life. Still he was, he was for a for mama's pissed.
2: boy. Yeah. She made sure. of She it. made
1: sure of. it. <laughs> When he goes into the room, he knows exactly what the fuck's going on. Edna is out of it. She doesn't know what the hell is happening.
2: Gave her some of that green powder. Yeah,
1: something. Um, And the board members drew up another will and had Edna sign it. The dude who did it, I forget his, which one it was. Maybe it was Stickle or f- was another one. Stickle was actually probably dead by then. Dude walks out of the room, like looks at Donald and walks out of the room with the fucking will. And shit, it's like real like gangster movie shit. Whoa. Um, And Donald got nothing. He got not one Donald should have
2: came packing heat.
1: He should have. You know? Tried afterwards, but too late. If you're gonna throw down, you gotta throw it down. It was too know?
2: late for him.
1: Yeah. And then uh, he,
2: he tried to publish his expose. Well, I'm about, to, I'm, about to, yeah. I'm
1: about to get into that. Okay, good. Donald got nothing, and no one would come to his aid. With one associate stating, I'd really like to, Don, but I've got to go with the money. <laughs> How fucking cold. Like, wow.
2: What a spiritual organization right. really instilled like the love of yeah. the higher power into everyone. Yeah. Huh?
1: So in response to this, Donald wrote a tell all book about the founding of the I am activity that scared the shit out of the board members. Yep. He wasn't secret about this either. He people knew what he was doing. He knew, had, he, knew he had wrote it. And
2: I think he, he might have also been trying to make the move of like, hey, I'm writing it. I'm letting you know I'm writing it yeah put me in buddy yeah give me some money I can make this go away Mm mm-hmm but they're too greedy to do that yeah I think it'll be easier to uh well handle this a different way
1: on the day the very day on his way to the printers as Donald Ballard was walking to the printers to get this expose published yeah he's on his way to the printers with the manuscript Mm mm-hmm he stops at his favorite coffee shop the one he always goes to. The one he always goes to. More oh, reliable. Something that people might know about him. Yeah. Uh, he gets a cup of coffee, sits down with that cup of coffee, and dies. His fucking is over.
2: Yeah.
1: Don't know what the cause of death is. His wife said it was stress brought brought on by the Saint Germain Foundation.
2: The amazing cosmic timing. Really is. Like coincidence or not? Yeah. Who know? No. Saint
1: Germain Foundation tracked down the manuscript which his wife had sent to someone else. They destroyed most of it. and the I'd little give of that...
2: anything to read it. I know.
1: They destroyed a lot of it, just fucking burned it. And then the rest they sent to be memory hold at their huge new headquarters in Schaumburg, Illinois. Mm. So another interesting thing from that website, I Am Activity Exposed. Yeah. Remember the green powder? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So one of the big rules of the I Am Activity... Was that no one who had ever used drugs was allowed to be a member. Mm -hmm. This was a serious no fucking around rule. And it wasn't not currently using drugs, but had ever used drugs. Yeah. Once Edna found out that this kid had experimented with drugs when he was like a teenager or something. She kicked him out and berated him until he was suicidal for admitting it. No one ever heard from him again. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, So they're very serious about this rules. Very serious. No drugs, no sexing. On the guest book, there's some these really unhinged diameters yammering on about shit, but it seems like they had real and, quote, metaphysical experiences that seem to be really strong at first, but a while later were replaced by dread and unease. Yikes. Now, what could possibly be the reason for not wanting anyone who has ever used drugs into your club? Where you're driving people crazy and fucking with their belief system. Mm. Because they'd know when they'd been drugged. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You'd be familiar with the sensation.
1: Right. Especially if they had used psychedelics.
2: Right. I do think it's it's also possible to induce states of euphoria. Sure. And like altered states with especially like group chanting and meditation and stuff. Oh, it, absolutely but is.
1: it they used all the stuff all of that it.
2: they described is also like Yeah. Some of it's pretty psychedelic. Level. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and kind of mescaline sounding. Mm-hmm. You know? And that was a that was like one of the first ones that the occultists found out. About. I mean, LSD had only just been synthesized in the forties, right? Yeah. But mescaline was around for a long time. People knew about it, right? And it grows everywhere that they were. Yeah. Um. I don't know what psychedelics are native to the Mount Shasta area, but there's Shasta Springs is supposedly like the Fountain of Youth. I don't know if this means there's something weird in there, but I
2: don't know. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. So. Movement three.
2: This brings us to movement trace, the holy trinity.
1: Return to Spooky Mountain. So the Saint Germain Foundation has their creepy headquarters in Schaumburg. And they have their creepy 13-floor temple in Chicago, of which only the first floor is except, is accessible to people. Mm. They have literally hundreds of buildings, both big and small, impressive and not, like, some really wild-looking temples.
2: Yeah, some just look like houses.
1: Right. and But they all have perfectly manicured lawns, a lot of, like, fancy topiary, mm-hmm. all across this great nation of ours.
2: St. Germain Reading Room.
1: Yeah, dude, they're, you know? they're everywhere. I mean, and they... Do no active recruitment.
2: They're just there. You have
1: to, like, do a curriculum before they'll let you in. hmm It's weird. And they also have Mount Shasta and Shasta Springs in Dunsmere, California, which is on Mount Shasta right next to it. Uh-huh. Like it's part of the mountain complex. They bought this former really fancy resort and let all the beautiful old buildings fall into disrepair. Great. But they built a whole fuck ton of new ones.
2: Hmm.
1: Like, it's a compound. It is a full-blown, massive compound. Yeah. Like, and they moved a bunch of people. A bunch of people live there now, which I just found out. They also have numerous reading rooms and shit in Mount Shasta. They have the GW Ballard Amphitheater where they put on these fucking super creepy high-budget pageants that you can attend for free and they encourage you to. Yeah. Which is weird. Because they're doing a ritual. Right, exactly. want people to see it. Exactly. More eyes, more power. Exactly. See, They're also available right to in. watch yeah. online. Mm-hmm. You can watch it, and the amount of people in these pageants is scary. They're huge, and also how young and hot a few of them are is also scary. <laughs> I'm like, and you know, I just how the fuck do they have this much money? I don't understand. Mm. Even if they had invested all of the money they had gotten from Edna, like it, the numbers do not Saint Germain
2: World Trust Fund, obviously,
1: right? Or Nazi gold, maybe. 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 Who knows? Who knows? I don't Maybe. know. No, I'm just speculating here. I have no idea. We don't know. But lots of mining, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, that's a big thing. I A lot of Nazi gold and shit. Like, that's another fucking conspiracy theory that I have no links Didn't
2: to. Didn't we find St. Germain Foundation on that Texas, like, mining?
1: Oh, yeah. They, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They own yeah. mines in um Texas and Colorado yeah. and all these places. They have a bunch of fucking mines. It's weird. I don't understand. You wouldn't think of these people as fucking yeah. digging in the mines,
2: but it makes sense. They're alchemists.
1: Now, I just the other day found some other shit. Oh, yeah.
2: Do tell.
1: I will, but first, the thing I need to stress to people again, and it is really important, is that the I am is inseparable from New Age spirituality. Yeah. Even though it seems you'll super-
2: find it everywhere.
1: Right. Yeah. Even though it seems super fringe and super kooky and shit. Twin flames, ascended masters, the fucking phrase I am. Yeah, violet because remember, flame.
2: they were twin rays. Right. So that's, you know, yeah. twin flame. It's we the had Guy and Edna up.
1: being twin rays. Yes. So, But it's the same concept, too.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, they're violet flame. Right. like It makes sense. The, the yeah,
1: flame yeah, yeah. would be. I like that the rays. I mean, you see the rays shit in like the amazing story sci-fi shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all about rays back then. It all comes from this. Do you know how many licensed therapists I found with the term violent, f- violent flame in their business name? Violent flame makes sense. Though. It does. A, a fucking bunch. Like, yeah. just a bunch. One is too goddamn many for a license. They're, like, that's too much. And they all practice hypnosis, too. And, like, past life regression and shit. Mm. Quantum healing, past life regression. Great. All this shit comes from the I am or the children of the I am. And remember image presented to the world is not who and what these people were. Guy was a charismatic outlaw con man, and Edna was a professional musician and an occultist who worked at an occult bookstore. In another universe, they're our friends.
2: Right. But they both had dreams of being rich and famous. Or
1: they're us, right? We're not dealing with dumb airheads. Yeah. We're dealing with money, drugs, and guns. Right. Yeah. Like that's... They have... More teach, the morals of their teachings or whatever do not matter. Mm-hmm. The image they present is for a purpose. It's not what they are. Exactly. That's so important. And it might have been our friends in a different universe. They might have been us in a different universe. In this universe, they went real bad. Yeah. They went organized Nazi crime bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what we're dealing with. So recently I found this. This is the end of my script. And we're going to take a look at a couple websites. websites. Well, I haven't shared this with you yet. Oh, boy. This is going to fuck you up. Oh, boy. We can go to (sighs) imschool.org. So they have a school in Mount Shasta. It's a a school.
2: Can I get a degree?
1: No, that's the second website. (laughs) (laughs) That's arguably the creepier one. But what this website shows is they're actively doing shit. They have a community here. Yeah, just go to this fucking website. Iamschool.org. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. (sighs) And I was like... Ew, weird. Yeah, dude. I was going to play. They, they teach the kids how to play harp and shit. And I was going to like play a clip from their graduation and stuff. But it's just too weird and too creepy. And it's also kids. So I'm not going to do that.
2: So it seems like this is sort of a like a homeschooling program
1: type deal. It's a school with about 20 students who have like six teachers. Oh, so weird. Yeah. Let's see. I am school. It's a it's a it's the residents, the campus, the board and the staff.
2: So they have grades K through Mm 8 and grades 9 through 12. Yeah. Okay. I want to
1: see the curriculum. Yeah, the curriculum's juicy.
2: Of course, you got to start with the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. But before that, you got a tribute to the mighty I Am Presence. Yes. comes before the the Pledge of Allegiance. Of course, lots of decrees. The Elohim bells chime at the beginning of each hour. Oh, God. (laughs) Holy shit, guys.
1: oh man
2: imagine going to like having this be your
1: education i know man um so let me just read the biography of miss erica who teaches history geography business and leadership art graphics technology and physical education wow she teaches it all doesn't she so born and raised in new zealand also okay it does have her last name i'm not gonna actually say her last name no no need to born and raised in new zealand Erica is the assistant administrator at the I.M. School, completed a graphic design certificate at Auckland University, then was hired before completing her degree as a graphic designer, working in design for several years before creating her own company, which she ran for 10 years, specializing in logo generation, advertising, and web design. After having her daughter, Erica joined the corporate world, working as a systems analyst and website manager for a New Zealand manufacturing company. She was then recruited to join what was then New Zealand's largest Microsoft partner as an account manager. Looking after long-term customers, understanding, and providing support for their large business systems, change management, and ensuring strong business relationships. Seven years ago, she came to Mount Shasta, bringing her daughter, who wished to attend beloved Saint Germain's I.M. School. Originally just for a year, but the purpose and fulfillment of working as a teacher for beloved Saint Germain and his I.M. School has been her continuing has seen her continuing to build exceptional art, graphics, movie making, business, history, geography, and physical education classes. Erica's vision for the future is clear. Mount Shasta is a city of light becoming more so every day, bringing prosperity, progress, and peace. The technology soon to be released that will help humanity achieve perfect health as well as free energy devices will enable mankind to focus on peaceful and harmonious co-creation of an abundant, peaceful, and beautiful planet of light. All children will be raised in harmony, love, and understanding, allowing them to fulfill their divine plans, lifting the whole planet spirals higher in perfect peace. What the fuck? Okay. Wow. What the f- There's so much confusing about that. She's a high-powered executive who just happens to fall for this fucking bullshit. Because we know what this is. Like, it's bullshit. This isn't- It's not a Catholic school. You know what I mean?
2: No. I feel like you're- I mean, your kids don't go to this school unless you're fully in this
1: shit. Your kid didn't want to go to this school. That's a fucking lie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your kid finds this bullshit on the fucking internet and you move to America to do it? Fuck you.
2: Like, no, there's no way that that happens. That's not true. There's no way. It's obviously like, I don't know. Did you see, have you looked at some of the pictures of the, I don't, there's like one picture
1: of them. Yeah, um, I've gone through this whole fucking website.
2: Yeah. Like them all sitting to dinner here uh-huh. and like.
1: Yeah, man, it's weird. It's
2: And there's um pictures, obviously there's pictures of St. Germain and the masters everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, know, like, look, like.
2: They do different ceremonies every day. They do decrees every day. There's so many day. ceremonies.
1: Like, uh, the, the, hist- the, the curriculum shit, like, okay, this is deep down in the middle of ancient civilizations connections class. We start with the beginning and study those connections from the standpoint of us as individuals, as a people, as a people with our traditions and cultures, and as a nation with our government and society. <laughs> Yeah. As a people with our traditions. Yeah, fuck you, Nazi. We look at where our connections begin with our beloved mighty I am presence and how we are connected to everything around us. We look at how many of the traditions in our families and culture had their roots in ancient civilizations. We also look at the connections within our nation and how much of our government comes from a—I mean, it's already like they just— every class they mentioned the i am presence so like
2: it's in everything
1: yeah it's in there's in not everything. one right. there's not
2: one class that doesn't relate to the i am yeah even like you know dancing is supposed to bring you closer to the i am presence yeah you know drama you're doing it to understand uh godfrey ray king better
1: from the class the world today and tomorrow and economics which is a terrible fucking title the one thread that will wend its way through this course is our knowledge and utilization of the ascended masters instruction of the I am it is their words that are truly are that our our truly our inspiration, which will make us the best of the best. They have laid the golden path and only by studying and applying their instruction can we really attain the heights of perfection for we already are perfect. Just ask our mighty I am presence. Right. If you are.
2: And of course. In order to express interest and let them know that, like, you want your child mm-hmm. to attend, the form in order to submit it is $35. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: And now uh, media releases, radio interview with on the show Fade to Black with Jimmy Church with uh, Emery Smith. After a Oh, resident. God. I don't know who this is.
2: Emery Smith. He's from Cosmic Disclosure. Mm. He's like, you know. Yeah, he's a secret space program liar piece of shit. (laughs) Like, his fiance did a whole two-hour YouTube video talking about how she was engaged to him, but then she found out that he had, like, a whole other fucking relationship the whole time that they were talking, and he convinced her that they kept they were meeting up in their dreams because they were long distance. So she kept having dreams where they were like meeting and dating. told me
1: about this fucking guy. So he was like
2: totally brainwashing and gaslighting this woman. But he was just like a fucking cocaine
1: addict. Wow. Okay, let's listen to him talk about the I Am School. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah.
0: I was invited to speak at the I Am School in Shasta, California. I just love Shasta. I go there once a year at least. And um, the IM school is just just a beautiful um, in, integra- integrative uh, consciousness and science together. And um, <laughs> the uh, the woman I was uh, in contact with, Erica, had set up this oh, Erica, uh, teaching, we just met her uh, day where I could come in and teach all the kids. Um, ages were I think from uh, thirteen to eighteen. Um, and they were, it was so received so well. They had really great questions. And um, and I did this all on volunteer because I just love children. I wanted to go out and, and teach at the schools. So when I was asked to come out there. I did it. And in turn, they turned around and said, hey, why don't we? I think up we've a heard enough. For you, so you can. Yeah. Like,
2: why the fuck would Emory Smith ever be invited to a school to talk? Uh, What the fuck has he ever done?
0: Unless
1: it's part of the same giant grift that all started with them. It is. Right, exactly. It's the same fucking grift. Gaia TV is like. Same fucking grift.
2: It's amazing. I didn't expect the connection to to be so. I mean, I knew that there's a connection between all of the fucking. But it's. Cosmic disclosure, alien, whatever, Gaia TV bullshit. But
1: I mean, if I wanted to, I could have made this episode three times as long. Yeah. If you know, if I had the stomach for it. But what was fucking with me is how, especially with this one, how it all started to collapse into this one fucking thing. Yeah. Right. Uh now we're gonna look at another website. Okay. The I am university. It's I am dash university.org.
2: Okay. So you went to school, now you gotta go to college.
1: Yeah. These fucking assholes. <laughs>
2: just keep people absolutely contained in your world because god forbid they go to school anywhere else oops i typed it in wrong
1: this is a bit different and they also have another it's the same organization but they also go by university of mount shasta Mm. it sounds official you know yeah sounds like a sounds like a school (laughs) oh this website is would not convince me that they have a better looking website that's might be called University of Mount Shop, but it's the same fucking people. Yeah. And by the same people, I mean two Germans.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I found a different. There's two I am university websites. Yeah. I am university.org is yep. the one that you're. This one looks better than the other one. I'll say that.
1: it oh, was the first one you found? Uh, white? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that one looks like a piece of shit compared to this. Yeah.
1: But it looks like more like a school's website, kind of almost. Mm-hmm. So th- this fucking place, they claim to offer master's programs (laughs) get it i get get it it. yeah master's degree
2: i have a yes yeah
1: yes get apply you can book your discovery set all these like school terms now oh boy okay there are two people on the faculty here
2: oh i'm looking at them right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) joa janakoyas the president and senior faculty member and Maqua Iqua, director of holistic healing studies. Now she doesn't have any social media presence whatsoever. You know, because sure you does.
2: know that's not her real fucking name. She's like just like a white blonde lady.
1: Yeah, I mean they're Germans.
2: Maqua Iqua. Yeah, she's a five-dimensional shaman.
1: Yeah, dude, it's so fucking like their master's programs are. What do they got? What do they got? What do they got?
2: She facilitates shamanic journeys to Telos online. It's only 25 bucks. I'll, f- I'll go. I
1: yeah. Have to go to Telos. They got spiritual wisdom and practice classes. They got soul shine, life empowerment workshop, prosperity breakthrough course, enjoy infinite energy, quantum healing one, the freedom code, advanced forgiveness skills, inner bonding, gestalt therapy. Co-create your ideal year. Conscious language. Intuitive guidance one. Esoteric systems. Intuitive guidance two. Tarot card reading. And this is where it starts to get fucking interesting. Because mm-hmm. the I am doesn't support tarot reading.
2: Well, she's doing her own thing. They're, they're well, doing Joe their...
1: is. It's a guy. Yeah, yeah. And Magua. They, are they doing their own thing though? Because they're in Mount Shasta, right? And they're using the I am brand. They're not doing their own thing.
2: They're using the I am. And incorporating their own flavors of, of stuff into it.
1: I don't think it's their flavor. I think it's coordinated. There's no way they'd be able to operate with the under the am brand in Mount yeah. Shasta without getting fucking right. disappeared.
2: It says on here that after living the corporate life in Germany for many years, Makwa quit a high-paying job and left a long-term loving relationship to travel the world. Her family thought she made a crazy mistake, but she had to listen to her inner guidance.
1: She, she did?
2: Like... <laughs> So yeah, basically she had a spiritual awakening Yeah, uh, and quit her job, left her relationship and was like, okay, I am go- I need to be free. And of course, during your spiritual awakening where you're going to travel the world because you can afford to do that after leaving your corporate job, it's going to lead you to the I am.
1: You, you're making, you're falling into a trap though. Yeah. You're believing that anything they say isn't a complete and utter lie. Right. I don't believe that story for a second. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I mean, again, there's no way you can use the I Am brand without being part of that organization in that city. I don't know. I Because so
2: many people use I Am as a... We're
1: in Mount Shasta. That's true. You know what I mean? This is their fucking... This is where their compound is. Yeah. Right? They own that town. You're not doing that without their sanction. Mm Because, well, they built a community center, which I'll get to in a second. It's what I want to end with. But first, I want to play a video because... You know, this is what made me text you about the funniest fucking thing I've ever found in my life. Okay. Because Tim and Eric, I, I promise, listener, beloved student of the light, I have not fucked with these videos at all. I have not added music. I have not done anything to them. Tim and Eric couldn't have done a better job. How weird this shit is. Okay, here we go. This is how, Joa talking about how I found a love by testing my muscles.
0: I had my doubts it was real. But a deeper part of me knew I was experiencing a change as I felt tingles go up my spine. I was speaking about my first experience of some profound healing work I received from a woman named Constance back in 2012. I arrived at a healing circle of about 17 people. Supposedly Constance was clearing out people's issues with a simple magnet. Each brief session lasted about five minutes as I noticed each person gasping and shaking afterwards. I thought this was probably some kind of new age BS. Then it was my turn. While focused on me, she moved her fingers in a strange way, what I later would understand to be called muscle testing. The theory goes our bodies are connected to our subconscious mind, which records the record of every experience we've ever had. To tap into these records, we test our muscles, which gets stronger when we ask a question that is true, and weaker when we ask a question that is false. After muscle testing me for about 10 seconds, she glanced at a chart and said, you have 52 experiences of grief. (laughs) Boom, I was stunned by the truth. I felt so embarrassed to admit I had been grieving that very day over a woman who appeared to reject me. Constance said, my grief originated at four years old, but became full blown at eight years. Wow, my parents divorced when I was four years old. As a young child, I absorbed and held the grief of my father that he could not process. At age eight, my father won us children in a court battle and I lost the closest person of my life for five years, my mother. I was closest to my mother, and I lacked connection to my mentally challenged father. (laughs) It was a huge trauma experience to lose her, and that trauma had never been fully healed. Constance said, Trapped emotions grow like snowballs. This goes
1: on for ten minutes. Attracting more and more like
0: experiences. Well, like until you really needed cleared.
2: Constance to. No
0: wonder I had he so needed many short relationships, out. including no. two failed marriages. <laughs> Indeed, I kept attracting women that were not available, and finding myself in tears almost every day. As crazy as that sounds. So supposedly, all that would be. Clear, just with a few swipes of a magnet over my head, and
2: no shit, if that's I was thinking all it takes, you've got fuck. to be
0: kidding. This is the Ugh. kind of stuff people go through many years of therapy for Bring me the magnet. and still not get free. Yeah, it seems. Well, I mean, too...
1: well, you know, what's funny is not only is he using uh, hypnosis techniques in the way he's talking, yeah, um, he's presenting this ultra. Well,
2: it sounds like that woman Constance did hypnosis techniques on him too.
1: She didn't exist. Oh, I, I guarantee it. I don't believe it for a fucking second. You can see in this dude's eyes. He's a fucking grifter. He has the sideburns. (laughs) What he's doing is he's presenting a ultra pathetic version of himself to connect to as wide an audience as possible. As many losers as he can possibly reach will see themselves in him Mm -hmm. with that music. I don't
2: think he said anything that makes him a loser, but I do think... Oh,
1: really? (laughs) He's crying the very day because a woman appeared to reject him. Yeah. Also, oh, he she sens- didn't appear yeah. to reject you. She rejected you. Right. She, you know? Yeah. Now let's listen to the four pillars of immunity. I think this is uh, whatever the German bitch is. Uh, Makwa. Makwa. Hey, I'm
0: Joe Janakwa. I'm from the Joa University again. of Mount Shasta, educating spiritual psychology, holistic healing, and life coaching. I'm here to share with you the four pillars of immunity. And it's probably not what you think. The information comes to me from the Ascended Master, St. Germain. Yeah, we know. It's interesting, that's
1: branded the Summit Lighthouse, that picture you just showed. Mm. Further evidence that the Summit Lighthouse and the Saint Germain Foundation joined forces after Edna's death.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The strongest pillars of immunity are not any kind of substance put into your body. Of course, take immune-supporting supplements, if you feel to, but they pale in comparison to these four pillars. What makes these four pillars different than a substance is that they are about how embodied your soul is. When you are fully embodied, which also means being fully present versus absent, you're 100% immune to all outer phenomena. This is exactly what will happen the day when you graduate from this earth learning experience as an ascended master. But you need not wait for this graduation to have a much, much greater immunity. George Washington, the first president of our United <laughs> States, reached that state when many bullets were shot directly at him, could not penetrate his skin. As documented in I didn't the know bullet-proof he was a superhero George story. You can check it out on the internet. <laughs> Such who died when of cirrhosis the in nineteen thirty nine. And a bunch of slaves' teeth
2: in his mouth. Yeah, that's
0: true. Your sovereignty. That is, you are in full ownership of your own energy. Instead of being codependent, caught up in the disturbance because it's literally trapping people in a prison. Yeah, right.
2: Become more sovereign by listening to me. Follow my word. (laughs) Immunity
0: is your aura. Your aura is a protective energy shield, a fact not yet recognized by today's popular science. The problem is most people's auras have holes in them. Almost everyone is born with perfect aura. It's got to patch up those holes in your aura. Every time you go into fear about some outer threat, your aura weakens. On the other hand, every time you love God, great spirit within you, your aura strengthens. The reason people catch cold so easily when the weather changes is because they fear change, especially <laughs> the cold.
1: They fear the change of the had cold. have
0: past lives, memories of freezing to death. What? Every time you go what? into fear, your soul goes more out of body and your Bro. aura becomes weaker, making you more susceptible to negative phenomena, including Bro. what you call viruses. Please. So what are the four <laughs> pillars of immunity. <laughs> Including what you call viruses. The first pillar of immunity is to it's love twenty twenty one, by the way. Whenever yeah. your energy drops and aura gets weaker, it's because
2: So you, you can avoid catching colds by loving yourself.
0: My yeah. favorite way of loving myself is to ask the question if I were someone who really loved myself, what would I do now? This opens... Yeah, the-
1: no, dude. Um, okay. Fucking... The reason you catch colds is because you fear the changing of... You fear change in the changing of the season. What the fuck are you... What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, right. And, like, that video in particular, like, oh, that's a grifter. You can't mm-hmm. possibly believe any of that. Yeah. Man, so... I... After I found this, I went to YouTube and I searched I Am University. Mm-hmm. I found a bunch more videos. Oh, good. Because they they just built a um, new community center where they could have community classes and shit. Yeah. And, man, you know, it seems like the Summit Lighthouse branch is the one that's tasked with targeting hip young people. hmm And the I Am, like, the I Am Activity, the St. Germain Foundation, is tasked with old people, right-wing yeah. people, right?
2: And then you have the Hearts Community Center
1: that's yeah. focused on... They seem to be an independent org, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Right. They're after, like, sovereign citizen types.
2: Right. And, no, they're also doing their, um, what do you call it, <laughs> missionary work.
1: Right, right, right. And then there's the Bridge to Freedom, which... Well, oh, yeah, the thing that... what well, well, Mace not being able to find real names about the Saint-Germain Foundation uh stand out is that like if you look at the bridge to spiritual freedom which is an offshoot you can find all the full names of the people that were involved in that mm-hmm. the Saint Germain foundation member who left the group and then went over you can find his name i figure it is some italian name yeah <laughs> um yeah and now where are the oh, i was looking at this on on my phone and so i could see all like the short youtube videos that they do now like that you know the, yeah. the mini videos and shit which i don't know how to find on Fucking um, on desktop. Ah. Uh, but, you know, I, well, the, you don't even need to... I actually don't need to play it. So what they're doing now is they have this community center where they're teaching all these classes for young, hip, sexy people. And it's all ecstatic dancing, uh, mantra sessions, yoga sessions. Kirtan okay. yoga. Is Kirtan a yoga thing?
2: I don't know. It's
1: some fucking dumb bullshit. Well, it's not dumb bullshit. It's, it's not... But it's stuff that's context, nice. like right.
2: It's stuff that gets you loosened up and gets you feeling good.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, kirtan yoga. Kirtan is a Sanskrit word that means narrating, reciting, telling, describing of an idea. Oh, kirtan is a Sanskrit term for chanting. So they're just decreeing. Yeah. Doing kirtan yoga class. They're just decreeing. And doing yoga. And these videos show all these young, attractive, white as the driven snow people, mm. peers, festival, hippie types yeah right in this group run by the fucking I am in Mount Shasta thinking they're getting this spiritual experience right this is an organization
2: and I won't discount that people probably they like they are having spiritual experiences they're just driven by something darkness yeah
1: because these techniques that's the, this is the thing and these
2: techniques work
1: right because Edna based them on real shit yeah it's real shit just like Scientology it's that's why it works is because it's based on the actual esoteric techniques and shit yeah that's why it worked, and also the masculine powder which is also an esoteric technique you mm-hmm. know but like and i have to wonder and it's a particular flavor right it's a particular flavor that you can fucking find and chances are if you find this particular flavor it exists because of edna fucking ballard
2: edna and wheeler william
1: goddamn dudley helly the nazi yeah right and shit like and i'm sorry like on it, like if, if, cause I know like this, a lot of this shit means a lot to people. Mm-hmm. Go read, look more into this and go find the books that Edna used because it's real. The techniques are real. Like I'm not, I believe in a thing, man, is called God. Like I'm a pretty intensely spiritual person. Yeah. Right. Like I don't, I'm not trying to disprove any belief or anything that gives you, I'm just saying that these techniques work, whether you're a good person or not. And in this particular strain of thought. There are a lot of very bad people, yeah, that are using these techniques to either steal your money or your fucking soul, mm-hmm. and it's it's real and it's really simple when you look at it. It's just organized Nazi crime. Yeah, yeah, fucking a. Wow. Woo! <laughs> ten of this one's been weighing on me for a while. Yeah, ten of wands. Ten of wands. Saturn and Sagittarius: the restriction of movement of travel. It's a trap. Yeah, oppression. It's the Contained combustion. Right. Um it's a yeah, the the name of the card in the in the Thoth deck is oppression, which is uh Malkuth on in Atzaluth, the world of fire, the world of uh, the primal spark of the source, right? <laughs> fire and uh man, it's a cage. Yeah. It's a cage. It's um it's restrained spiritual expression. You might get you might get something out of this comfort you might get comfort but you're not going to get anything else you're not going to go any further maybe that's enough but you should at least know that it came from fucking nazis i think that that's it's a simple card for yeah for this for this it is episode. wraps it up yeah
2: we can we can take a break from them for a little bit now. yeah
1: we can and i'm so excited too
2: <sighs> next week will be fun yeah hell yeah talking about invisible dwarves fuck yeah.
1: yeah 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 fuck yeah well thank you guys so much for listening.
2: Yes. Thank you so much. We appreciate
1: all of you. We appreciate you very much. We love you.
2: Follow us on yes. Twitter. I'm Willow Truman. Nonsense Bizarre.
1: Sequoia Kennedy. You're not going to be able to spell it. I mean, look at the episode description. It's in yeah. there. Yeah. You could find them through me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you talk to her. Mm-hmm. You want to get to me, you talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, Fuck it. Like, don't join cults. You know? Yeah you can you can do it yourself do something nice for yourself do something nice for yourself okay all right
2: peace out